Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, I have. I have dreamed of starting my own podcast for so long. And I felt it would be a great way to showcase my business as a caterer and a writer. And promote my business. And one of my favorite people suggested Anchor to me. And I tried Anchor and I loved it. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. If you want your podcast heard on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are heard, then Anchor is right for you. So if you want to live your dream, create your own podcast with easy and great tools, such as background and description and distributing your podcast on multiple platforms, go to anchor.fm slash start and start living your dream of your podcast today. (laughs) All right. Now, I want to thank everybody for listening. Welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I am Zakia McCoy, your host, and I am super excited today. We have a great guest, and today is also my birthday. So let's jump right in to the positivity poem so we can get to chatting. Now, positivity paves the road to success. With a positive attitude, you create positive results. You get more with the glass half full mindset than a glass half empty outlook. Cook believing that everything will turn out perfect and you already have a recipe that is sublime. Now, our guest today is Shay Williams, and she is the founder and CEO of Boss Life Concierge and strategist and lifestyle coach. She helps new entrepreneurs and boss lady offering services to help them start, grow, organize, and manage all business affairs. She has made it easier for you as the owner to focus on your boss lifestyle with her also helping to overcome fears of starting and growing a business. It gives important tools to succeed such as confidence, courage, and positivity. With these tools, facing challenges and overcoming fears and staying organized makes it that much easier to up uh, to boss up. Welcome, Shay. Hi. I hope y'all can hear me. Yes, I can hear you perfectly clear. I hope you can hear me. My voice went out last night. Oh, you was I, ready to celebrate your birthday and happy birthday. I just screamed a little bit and then my voice <laughs> said, No, not right now. <laughs> so I went <laughs> Okay. Well, that's good. We're going to push through. We're going to push through. Yes, I'm here. I made it. (laughs) That's good. Now, I want to dive right in. What made you want to start your business? Well, what made me want to start my business was because um, I married my husband and he already was an entrepreneur. Um, I worked my entire life in a nine to five and I started to you know, do stuff with him and learn his business. And then I was like, okay, I like this, but I don't know yet. So I went to the internet and on Facebook and I I found a few people that were doing challenges. And I was like, okay, let me see what these about. So I ran across a lady who was doing a challenge and I did the challenge or whatever. And then she started talking about business online and starting a business. And I'm like, Oh, I might need to do this. And so I was telling my husband about it and he was like, Oh, you got bit by the business bug. I was like, (laughs) I guess so. I said, because, you know, I want to start sharing things. Um, I had other businesses that I 
you know, tried and I wanted to do, but I never even thought about a online business. And so I was like, okay, I really want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start something that's my own because my husband's business was his own. And, you know, now that we're married, it's ours, but that was something his dream to start. It wasn't my dream to start. So once I figured out, you know, that I knew that I wanted to start a business, I went ahead and started it. So I started my business around like seven, it was like maybe eight years ago. Um, It's different than what it it started out to be because I started out to be just um, an organization specialist where I help you organize your space and your house. And I also did businesses like help them organize their paperwork and get things together. So, you know, it started, I really knew about entrepreneurship from my mom because she has her own business. But then when I met somebody that I knew that was a full blown entrepreneur and my husband has had jobs, but he's been an entrepreneur since he was really young. And so, you know, talking to him, it wasn't as exciting, but I had to go to the internet. I went to Facebook and online and seen different people that were trying to do things just like me. So it started like, eight it it might have started a little earlier but I wasn't taking it as serious as I started taking it eight years ago awesome yeah the bug doesn't hit you when you have the ideas it hits you when it's time for you to get out there and start pushing it right definitely definitely relate to that all day (laughs) now how has positivity affected your success positivity has Really, I feel like it has really helped my success and really helped me push for it. Everybody who knows me knows that I'm always positive in any situation. Even when I'm upset, I try to stay positive because I feel like if I let the negativity come in, it's going to take over. So, like, a lot of people come to me when they be like, I'm just mad, I give up, and they'll come to me and I'll just be so positive and just push it off onto them. I just feel like I know that it's always going to be negatives. We can't get away from them. So I do know that. But to be positive all the time will help outweigh the negatives because I feel like it helps me to keep pushing. It helps me to push everybody else. Even when I'm feeling bad or I'm having issues, my positivity helps me to help my clients. And that's what my focus is on to help my clients. So I feel like the positivity helps me be successful because I'm helping them stay focused. That's awesome. Now, what song keeps you positive? You know, when you just can't get through the muck, you just like, it's too much. I just need a break. I need to step back. What song is your go-to song that just lifts your spirits? Oh, I have a few songs. Um, I really like Ty Tribute. Um, I have like a story about that too, but I have, um, I love Ty Tribute because he's always hype. Like, I really like his music, um, um, really the one that I like and it's old, it's one of his old songs is He Turned It um, because it's upbeat and it talks about how he'll turn any situation around for you, that God will turn any situation around. So that is really like my go-to. I have, um, I also like um, Tasha Cobb any song that she does I really like her um, but Put a Praise on It is one of her songs that I really yes. like um, <laughs> because you know she you know, it's hype. I'm like a hype person. I like a lot of hype songs because I listen to all kinds of music. So like my kids have me listening to stuff, but those two are like songs that really have me. Like even if I'm having a bad day, 
I can listen to them. And like I just got Ty Tribute's CD a while back, and he has some really good songs on there that like help motivate you and stuff. So I really like upbeat stuff. So those are the two songs that I really like. Now, what are the top three things people get wrong when they're organizing? The top three is they feel like they have to do everything in that day. Like, say I want to organize my bedroom. They feel like they have to do it all in one day and they get overwhelmed. So I feel like people get overwhelmed with when it comes to organizing because they feel like they have to do all of it at one time. The next thing is, is they feel like what do how they keep it up they have a hard time keeping it up afterwards like especially if somebody comes in and do it um they have like how i'm gonna keep this up how am i gonna do this every day um so that's like an issue and then the next thing is just if you have family it's kind of hard to make your family keep it organized because they're like okay now she didn't got this system or got this done and it's hard to get keep your family members in order as well. Like it's it's hard enough for you to keep yourself in order, but then when you have kids and yes. a husband <laughs> or a girlfriend, a boyfriend, it's hard if they're not really wanting the organization and you are, it's kinda like you're fighting against them. It's like, okay, I don't want to do this. I don't want to put this back. So I feel like those are the challenges when you have others that you have to work with, when you think that you have to finish it all at once and then just put a system in place because a lot of people have you know issues with putting the system in place and keeping it in place yeah I'm going through the same thing right now (laughs) my kids don't want to keep their room when it gets to the point where I can't look at it anymore I get frustrated because I was like it was clean all you had to do was just Put the stuff back when you were done. It's harder with little kids. And see, I have that same issue. And I know what you're going through. But my kids are big now. But when they were little. So you have to make it fun. You got to make it to like it's not a chore. That is a fun task for them to keep it um, in order. You can also give them like awards or prizes. Hey, if your room be clean this week on this day, like have certain days that they do certain things or have like a, it a, it's a fun game okay this week if you have your room clean all week we go get ice cream or you know something that they're going to that's how I had to do my kids so the kid friend because nobody don't like to clean up even right now my daughter doesn't like to clean up her room so you have to you know give them things uh, to encourage them because kids are way different than adults so, you know, adults, you can be like, oh, look, it's your turn to clean this. Come on, let's get together. But with kids, you got to make it too kid-friendly. Just put it like that. <laughs> well, I'm going to try to re-implement that because I did that a while back, and it worked for like a day. Mm-hmm. And then after that, everything just went back downhill. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm working on some things. Okay. <laughs> get them involved and keep them organized because it's like chaos all the time with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we talked about how positivity affects your success. How do you feel positivity affects people's life choices? I feel like positivity will help you in the long run. I know that like I said, negativity is always gonna come up. We know we can't get, 
you know, rid of that. But if you're always looking at everything positive, when a negative comes, you won't, you won't even, it won't hit you like it would if you were just like, oh, well, this is going to happen to me anyways. So I always tell my clients, I even tell my family, always speak and think negativity. Do not worry about the negative because we can't get rid of that. And I feel like that positivity is a big, big part in being successful, being, you know, just living, period. Because if you're always negative or negative or talk negative, it's always going to be around you. You have to always be positive. And a lot of people feel like, why, why do I have to do that when I'm feeling bad? Even when you're feeling bad, just think it. Because when you think things, they happen. Like positive things. If I think like today, I'm going to get up, I'm going to have a good day. I'm not going to let stuff bother me. And when you get up, it might be something that hits you like, okay, my tire flat. But then you got to still be positive. You've got to still think it. You got to always surround yourself around positivity. So I, I feel like, I mean, I know everybody might not feel like that, but I feel like positivity plays a big part in your life period. And I feel like that if you keep it, keep yourself surrounded about that, around that, good things will happen. It's not going to be every day, you know, you're going to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you got to be realistic. But if you always turn the negative into a positive, you're going to have good things happen to you. I know, like, I, like, me personally, I was sick, like, the last two weeks, and I was like, oh, I'm not doing this. This is not getting done. Oh, I feel so bad. But in that negative, I kept saying, you know what, this might be my time for my break because I kept saying, I'm going to take a break, I'm going to take a break, I'm going to take a yeah. break, and I was <laughs> a break, you know what I'm saying? So I felt like that was my time. Even though I was thinking it was negative, it actually was a positive because I got some rest. I actually got to think about some things that I wanted to do. I had, you know, so I feel like when you surround yourself about positivity, even in the negative, you'll, it'll have a good outcome. Definitely. I feel like I'm a positive goldfish in a sea full of negative sharks. And it, yep. I always have to keep beaming my gold light just to ward off the, the negative sharks. I yep. definitely feel that way. I like that. I like that. That's a good way to think of things. And then that's how you can, you know, be positive because you're like, okay, I got to get out of these sharks. I got to get away from these sharks. I like that. I really like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, what three tips would you give yourself? when you first started your business? Okay. <laughs> this is a good question because I always <laughs> wanted to tell my clients the same exact thing. Always, tip number one is always stay true to yourself. I say this in my videos on my YouTube channel. Always stay true to yourself. When you get out here in the world of entrepreneurship, everybody is doing something or everybody is doing something like you. You're not, you know... It's the world of, like me, I'm a business coach and I'm a, <clears throat> a lifestyle coach. And it's a lot of those out there. But you have to be true to yourself. You can't be like this person. You can't be like that person because they have their own style and you have your own style. So always just stay true to yourself. Don't change to try to fit in. Just be you. If you are weird and you like to, you know, dress different, you like to make jokes, be yourself because you might have people that like that and they want to work with you because of your personality or because of your dress style, you know, or of your lifestyle, you know. So you have to be true to yourself. Number two 
is learn how to do everything before you hand it off to anybody else. Like if you get a virtual assistant, learn your business first, because if that virtual assistant quits or you don't like working with her, you won't know what to do. You won't be able to run your business. And at the beginning, it's going to be you, 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 you need to learn everything. When I say learn how to make your appointments, learn how to do everything in your business, whatever your business is, you learn it first and then teach, you know, get your assistant or get you somebody close to you or, you know, train somebody. But you need to know your business first, because if anything happens and you don't know how to run your business, you're going you gonna to have a moment where you're not going to have business going on and you really want to keep your business rolling. Next thing is make sure your finances, all your um, legal stuff is in order. Even if when you're first starting out, you have a couple of pieces that you don't have, make sure in your state, because every state is different, make sure in your state that you can start at certain places. And then when you start making money, put that money back into your business in the beginning. Don't go be- go buying you some purses and getting your hair done. and getting- <laughs> Do the things that you need to do first, because those are important in your success. Because if you don't have all your paperwork and something comes up, then what's going to happen? You're going to either get in legal trouble or you're going to have to, you know, close that business down and do something else. So just make sure you take care of all your financial stuff first. So those are my three tips. I think that those are important in anybody, whatever you do, even if you're working for somebody and like a virtual assistant, just get all your stuff in order first, please. (laughs) That's great tips. I can relate to all of them. I think my tips were similar to myself when I went back and answered these questions for myself. That's good. (laughs) Now, uh, do you enjoy cooking at all? Yes, I do. Um, Even though I'm like a busy, busy mom, I do enjoy cooking for my family. What is your favorite meal to cook? Okay, I have two. I have two that, well, it's really three. It's their favorites, but I enjoy making them for them. Um, My first one is lasagna. Um, I learned that in home economics in school, and I just took it with me. So I really enjoyed that. And I also um, make um, shrimp scampi pasta. I made that. Oh, that's my jam right there. Yeah, I made that (laughs) not yesterday, but the day before that, I made that. And then the third thing is my son loves this the most is shepherd's pie. Now, I've only made shepherd's pie one time, and I was like, it's good, but it's not like my everything go-to. I'm more of a pasta chick anyway. Me too. I am. Me and my daughter are pasta chicks, but my son is like a shepherd's pie. He is the main one that asked me to make it. They'll Everybody else will eat it, but he's the one who likes it. But me and my daughter are pasta. We love all kinds of pasta. And see my mom, she's a meat and potatoes kind of girl. Oh, okay. She can eat potatoes every day of the week and just be happy. Okay. But I need some variety. I gotta switch it up. I can't eat the same thing over and over. My mouth right. gets sad. Right. Now, uh, what are you working on right now? Oh, I'm working on okay, I'm gonna tell y'all that I am multi-passionate. If I have anybody who's listening that is multi-passionate, you can understand my life. So right now I am working on a couple of things. My first thing is I'm working on a course coming up for people who want to start 
their business from scratch. It's an eight-week course that I'm working on that if you do not have a name, you don't know what you really want to do, all of that, I'm going to show you how to start a business, become an entrepreneur from scratch. So that is what I'm working on right now for eight weeks. Um, the next thing that I'm working on, I actually started it and then I had to stop it. Um, I'm doing a membership site, but this membership site is going to be for women who are trying to grow their business. Um, I started it out for starting and growing and I figured out from the ladies who joined it that I needed to separate the two. I can't do starting and growing together. So that's why I'm making the eight-week course. I mean, yeah, the eight-week course for the people who actually just want to start fresh. And then the membership is going to be for people who are just trying to grow their business, trying to learn different ways to implement different things. Um, so I'm doing that as well. And I'm just trying to regroup on a few things that I was working on. I'm actually adding some more services to um, the services that I'm already um, offering. So I'm just been a little worker bee. My little break when I got sick was helping me um, figure out all of the things that I needed to do and what I needed to focus on because all my clients that I've been working with lately have been in different uh, stages. And so that's what made me figure out I needed to separate the two. Um, the, the membership, I'm going to actually be pushing that out. They might be both coming out at the same time. It's either going to be the end of August or the beginning of September. So everybody be on the lookout for that if you want to start a business or you just need some help with growing. And actually, the membership has went down. It was um, $55, but it's only going to be $20 a month. So I think that the, the price point is going to be good, and I think that everybody will learn um, that's already has a business, they will learn some new ways to implement things for their business. That is awesome. And it sounds like you got it under control. Yes. I understand that with people in different realms or phases in their lives, it may be hard for them to learn certain things, especially when your audience is so diverse. Right. And see me, um, I'm actually, I'm visual. So I have to see everything in order for me to get it. So I know that it's people out there like me. I know it's people that, you know, would rather listen to certain things. And I'm also, I'm going to be having a podcast. I think everything is actually going to be coming out in September, but I'm going to be doing a podcast as well. And I'm going to be giving tips for um, new entrepreneurs and boss ladies who, you know, are trying to grow or start their business and I'm also going to be highlighting each month or probably it might be each week I haven't decided a new business a new entrepreneur like I'm going to be sharing people that are have been in business for a while but I really want to have like a new business of the week so that all the people that are new because that's my passion to help people who are new to entrepreneurship to get their name out there and to help them focus on, you know, building their business. That sounds amazing. And anybody who is an entrepreneur who needs help and guidance, you are definitely the person to go to because a lot of people are very selfish with information. They've yes. gone through it, but they don't want to share. <laughs> right. And and that's why I started that's the real reason. I know we probably got more questions, but this, I just want to say this real quick. 
Um, the reason why I started doing what I'm doing, um, like I said, my business actually started out to be organizing. And I still do that. I implement that into, you know, when you start a business because you do need to be organized. Um, and I also still do, you know, organizing. It's one of my services that I offer as well. But I feel like the reason why I started doing what I'm doing now is because when I started this, nobody helped me. Nobody, you know, I had them give me bits and pieces of information and then I had to Google everything. And then I'd start doing things that I didn't even need for my business. I started getting stuff that I didn't need, paying money that I didn't have to buy something that I thought I needed and I really didn't need it. So I felt like, okay, I went to a conference and all the ladies all the, around there and I was like, okay, I'm an organization specialist. I know what I'm doing. Bam. Got in there and started looking at all the people getting up, talking, telling what they um, were doing and what they wanted to. And then we all went back to, we had rented a house. We all went back to the house and they were like, Shay, what's wrong? I was like, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I still want to do organizing, but I don't think that that's going to be my main focus. I think the end all be all. Yeah. yeah, I said, I think I need to separate it. And so that's how I got the concierge service. Um, because, well, Boss Life Concierge is where I help bosses. But, like, if you're a boss and you don't have time to organize your space or, you know, you're not organized savvy, I can help you with that. But then my goal in life, my purpose in life is to help people. So I was like, I want to do, I want to help everybody that was in my shoes. So if you wanted to start a business, like how I didn't know anything about entrepreneurship, when I say I didn't know anything, you know, my husband was teaching me, but I knew nothing. That's another thing I want people to know. You can know nothing and build a business. It's just that you need to help the support and guidance. And that's what I provide. I provide the support and guidance. Um, If I don't know the answer, I will research it and find out because certain things that I don't have to, that I didn't have to know for my business, my client might need to know. So I will research it. If I know somebody that can help me find the answer, I will do the work for you. That's the other thing that I implement in my thing. It's a service. I'm here to help you get to where you want to be. I'm help you. I'm here to help you build up to boss up. That's my goal. And see, I can definitely relate. When I started my business, it's not like I had a lot of entrepreneurs in my family. My mom, she's a hard worker. She's had two or three jobs ever since I can't remember. Mm -hmm. But as far as working for herself and growing her own business, it never happened. Right. And I think as like older, the older she got, she's just like, well, you're doing it now. So is no point for me to do it because when I first started my catering business, I wanted it to be a family business. Right. I wanted everybody to, you know, join the wave. My mom is a great cook. That's where I learned to cook most of my things. And then I elevated it from there. And my brothers, bless their hearts, they need to learn how to cook. Right. So they give me ideas for different aspects of my business but the information is so much and it's so much that you really don't need right 
and because I had licenses in the beginning, like I was like, I don't need this. Like I will never use this license. Right. And see, they that's another thing that they don't teach you. Because when you go to Google, Google gives you what you ask for. What do I need to start a business? And it gives you what you need to start a business. If you need it or not, it tells you what you ask. And that's the other thing. If I don't need it, why waste my time on that? If I don't, if I can move on to something else, let me move on. And see, I didn't know anything about entrepreneurship. So that's how I know that we need to, somebody needs to help us or somebody needs to teach us. Because if I knew what I knew now, I've been an entrepreneur way back when I was 16, because I started working at 16. So I would have been an entrepreneur and I didn't know none of this. And they don't teach you that. And so they teach you to get a nine to five in a corporate job when you're in school. So that's why I feel like entrepreneurship hit hit so hard in the last couple of years because people figured out, okay, well, I got to make you, you know, successful when I can do that for myself. All the skills that I have, I can do that for myself. And some people are scared and, you know, they're scared of, you know, having to do all the work in the beginning because it is a lot of work in the beginning and you really have to have a really, you know, you can't get scared you can't get discouraged because everybody does, but just keep pushing. Like, if you really want to be an entrepreneurship, you have to keep pushing and work hard. And everybody entrepreneurship story is not the same. Some people have to work harder than others. Some people don't have to work as hard. Some people have investors. Some people don't. So you just have to look at it like that. You can't be like, oh, well, she's making all that money. How she did that? She could have been doing yeah. this for years. It's not like she started when you started. So your story is totally different from everybody else's story. Sometimes I feel like that. Oh, man, I wish I could be doing this. I wish I could be traveling. But it's not my time right now. I know I need to focus on the things that I need to implement to get my business to where I want it to be. So I got to just keep pushing. Yep. And I feel I feel like have in the schools, they don't promote entrepreneurship. They don't. Mm-mm. They promote nine to five, get a job, get a paycheck. And I feel like if I had that structure or, you know, guidance when I was in school, I would have had a business a long time ago. Granted, it might be different from the business I have now, Mm -hmm. but I was an entrepreneur then. When I was, what, 14, 15, I was babysitting. I had my own babysitting business. And I was making a lot of money. And if I knew how to capitalize on that rather than just having money to go to movies or go get clothes or something like that, I probably would have been an entrepreneur, like you said, back when I was 16. It was, it's no guidance when it comes to entrepreneurship. And see, me and my husband um, want to start like a nonprofit for that to teach teens. I kind of want to go with the age of 12 because a lot of people, when they're little, they have ideas and they just, you know, need help. So that's my goal for next year. Um, I want to do a nonprofit for um, teaching teens. I'm going to go all the way up to 21 because, or even 24, just, so that they know, you know, this is an option. If you have an idea, this is an option. I'm not t- going to tell them, oh, don't go get a nine to five because everybody is not made to be entrepreneurship, uh, entrepreneur. No, no, they're not. <laughs> they're not because honestly, just like I told my husband when I met him and he was an entrepreneur, he tried to get me to quit my job like for almost two, 
two to five months. I'm like, no, brother. I don't know if we're going to last because we weren't married. <laughs> we were just dating. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not quitting my job because then if we don't work out, I just quit my job and now I don't have nothing. And yeah. I was fine with going in, working my nine to five, being in the AC. I was cool with that. It wasn't an issue. But if I knew what I knew now, I probably would have started my own job, but I would have used the money. And a lot of people do this. They work their nine to five. They save their money. They have their 401k. And then when they're comfortable and build their clientele up in their own business, they pull their money out. They quit their job, have their little severance pay or whatever the case may be, and they use it in their business. So sometimes you have to be smart. If you have a nine to five and you don't like your nine to five, but you know you can get what you need, add the money up and use it towards your business, do that. Take one paycheck and buy the things or get your business set up, but be smart. Don't just quit your job. Oh, I'm mad. I don't want to do this. And then... And then start a business from scratch and you didn't have anything, you know, use, use it wisely. Because if I knew what I knew now, like I said, my 401k, I did put my 401k out and I used it for the business that I was doing at the time. And that was gift baskets, which that's the business my mom has. And I also do that. Um, But I used my 401k to buy all my supplies and all the things that I needed for my business. So I did use it wisely. So you have to use it wisely. If you have a nine to five and you do your little side hustle on the side, but you know, you're ready, you know, you're soon, I'm going to quit my job, then do so. But just be wise about it. Don't just be like, okay, tomorrow I'm walking in telling them I'm quitting and I'm just going to go home and figure it out. Don't do that. I I don't advise people to do that because I know that some coaches do tell people, quit your job. But I, 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 I don't feel that way. I'm not that type of coach. I'm not that type of strategist. I feel like have a strategy. That's why I'm a strategist. Have a strategy, you know, plan it out, get your business at least started and know, because like me, it might change. It might not be the business that you started out with. And then you might have to make some changes. You might have to go in and change your name. You might have to go in and change, you know, your business structure. So just make sure that the business that you start is the one that you want to continue with before you quit your nine to five, if you have a nine to five. See now, I see both sides because I, I was forced to last nine to five, mm-hmm. and it forced me to focus one hundred percent on my business. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't have a safety net. I was just out here, so I understand that jerk reaction. Like, oh no, <laughs> what do I do? Yes, and also understand the, you know, quit your job and focus one hundred percent on your business. Right, because I found that my business started to progress and move not as fast as I wanted it to because I didn't have my other income anymore. Right, but it started to grow when I had more time to work on it and nourish it and <laughs> make it grow. And you know what? And sometimes that's the push that people need. So you know, I'm I'm not saying that it's not a good push because that does. Because like when you quit the nine to five that's holding you back, then it pushes you to focus. Like you said, I didn't have no other money, and I went and did it, and it made you work harder because you knew that you had to get that business out there to make you some money. Because if not. You don't have that other secure money coming in. So you had to work hard and push hard. So I get that because that does. And I see it from that way too. Because if you wouldn't have 
quit your nine to five and got and started. You might not even focused on your business the way you focused on it. It might not have grew the way you wanted it to grow. So I, I get you. I like that. <laughs> now, uh, as a lifestyle coach and you want to help entrepreneurs, what would you help? What would you do for a housewife who has never worked a day in her life, who has never run a business? How would you help her become an entrepreneur? Okay. Number one, she already is an entrepreneur because I was going to say that, but (laughs) (laughs) because she takes care of a whole entire house by herself. I mean, you know, she had, if she has a husband, he does all the, you know, go out to nine to five, but in the house, if she takes a break or a vacation, it's not going to run the same. So yeah. she is actually an entrepreneur from day one because she makes sure food is done. She makes sure the kids are taken care of. She makes sure the household is running right. And believe it or not, women are actually like financial advisors because they know where the money needs to go and where it should go. So I would advise her to pick out what she likes about being at home or she might have a passion like she might like to sew she might like to cook because and when you're a housewife you have so many things underneath your belt that you can choose one or the other you know you have options so I would have her sit down and figure out what does she like to do and what does she want to do and something that she feels like you know, that she can make money off or how she can help somebody else. Because when you're like me, if I was to sit at home all day, I probably would have so many things going on, like so many projects that I could do because I have that time. So she, I would have her figure out what she really loves, wants, and, you know, how she can help somebody else with a problem. Because that's, that's your main goal. When you have a business, you're trying to help somebody with what a b and c whatever it is that's your goal is to help them achieve it help them get it done help them you know learn it so i feel like that would be my first step with her to figure out what she wants to do and who she wants to help awesome now shay how can everybody get in contact with you with your handles usernames all that fun stuff okay so I got a lot of handles. It's not a lot of handles, but I have a lot of places you can find me. Okay, on Facebook, my um, personal page is Shay Williams. You can find me there. Um, my business page is Boss Life Concierge. I have an amazing, when I say an amazing group called Boss Academy. I have, when I say I'm a part of a bunch of groups, and I'm not just saying this because this <laughs> is my group, but I'm saying this because I started my group out to help women, um, boss ladies that can come together and be positive without any negativity. And that's my group. So if you want to join a group that is full of positivity, always have good things coming out. No, when I say zero negativity, zero negativity, if it's there, I've never seen it from day one so it's called boss academy if y'all want to join y'all got to give me a minute i am really behind but i will (laughs) accept you answer the three questions and if you answer at least two of the questions because some people don't like to give their email address and that's one of the questions join also on um instagram my name is shay shays s-h-a-y underscore space 
and I share my boss life concierge there. Um, and Twitter, it's Shay Space as well. And on YouTube, I am Shay Space. Um, I, on my YouTube channel, I share um, about business, about affordable living. I'm all for affordable living as well. Um, and where else? I think that's it. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Yes. And anything else, my personal pages. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Because Shay Space, <laughs> I had to think about it. Shay Space is um, my personal page, not my personal, but my YouTube where I share everything about business. It's different things that I'm sharing because I have, uh, like I said, I'm multi-passionate. So if y'all, oh, and my website. Website is www.shayspace.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Shay. I tell you all the time, you're one of my walking angels. I'm so happy that you could join us today. Me too. And once I get my podcast going up and running, I want to interview you because, like I said, I'm trying to highlight and hotspot all of my new preneurs. Awesome. I'm there. Just let me know the time, place. I got you. And thank everybody for listening. Uh, next week, we're going to have Heavenly Bramble. That's my business bestie, as well as a virtual assistant. And she does a whole bunch of other stuff that she's going to tell us about. She does her business full time. So I hope you guys listen in and have a great and positive day. All right.